And we are back with Press X, a Nintendo podcast where we also talk about a bunch of other video games, sometimes what we're playing, sometimes the news, and sometimes we just go on random rants and tangents. I am Mary Stowe, your host for today, and with me is Greg Vargas, Brett Larson, and John Frisha. But we are down a Brett Medlock. Everybody boo. 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 <laughs> boo this man. Yeah. He's obviously in jail again. He gets arrested a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, it just happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've got quite the list of topics. We were trying to decide if we wanted to eliminate any of them, but we didn't. So let's just get into it. Starting with Nintendo Switch Online adds Golden Sun and Golden Sun The Lost Age tomorrow, January 17th. Yeah. Has anyone besides me played any of these? I bought these on the <laughs> Wii U as the Wii U eShop was dying because I was like, oh, all okay. right, I'm, I got to play these games sometime eventually, somehow. Still mm. haven't. Um, yeah. So, but I bought them. Well, there you go. I, th- yeah. I think Bri, I think Bri dude in the uh, Discord uh, said something about it. So we we may have a listener or two that's played the game, uh, Golden Sun games. Like yeah. the the games have like a really hardcore cult following, but. I played the first one. I, I just didn't really like it. I, I beat it, and the game ends on a big cliffhanger, so like you're really expected to play the next one. I just didn't. I didn't care. So uh, I guess I guess I made sure we brought up this topic just so I could like trash it with nobody pushing back <laughs> on it. And uh, <laughs> next topic. <laughs> We're all very hyped. All the golden golden uh, Sun fans are hyped. All three of you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're the reason why there aren't more sequels fans. Yep. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Speaking of oh. hype, uh AGDQ is happening and today Peanut Butter, the Shiba Inu, which is a doggo, speed ran <laughs> Gyromite, which I had never heard oh, of no until way. today. Yes. It was a Shiba yeah. Inu too. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's yeah. that's my that's my daughter's favorite dog. She's like, <laughs> when she grows up one day, she's gonna get one. I'm like, they're not that easy to obtain in the States and they're really expensive. However, they are adorable, yes. But I didn't they're, see the actual stream. Like when they're I by the time I clicked dogs, on it, apparently. oh they are. Yeah. By the time I clicked on it, there was just two guys talking. So I missed, uh, I missed yeah. the dog. That's too bad. It was, was I'm a cat guy, but it was quite enrapturing in its way. Yeah, so, it was like okay, a 20 so, to 40 minute segment, so it wasn't very long. So yeah. help me visualize it. What exactly was the dog doing? <laughs> the, did right. it actually like understand what it was doing? I mean, it had to have been, right? You know? Bro, you should have seen him with the NES Advantage, just going crazy. Just- yeah, his little paws <laughs> <in> the controller. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they had like basically like a three button system because like this game mm-hmm. The character just moves and you're just kind of navigating like helping it this character as it's like autopiloting itself like through a level just go up or down by moving like Mm -hmm. pipes up or down and like affecting like its path that it takes um so there was like a three button system in front of it like a red a black button and then in the middle was a yellow button that would hit both at the same time oh man Mm -hmm. And, so it was like a game custom made for the dog then. It wasn't like a real, well, like, it didn't play Mario well, Brothers. No, no, it was it's a real game. game. It's yeah. just okay, the controller so it was, was customized. Game. Gotcha, okay. So originally, okay. Gyromite was an NES game that okay. used Rob the Robot. <laughs> okay. So they kind of replaced Rob with a dog. <laughs> dog gotcha. the robot. <laughs> Explain it in the most basic terms. Like, that's actually an extreme mis-explanation of what's really going on, but it's the easiest way to think of it. 
Yeah, it was very wild. Highly recommended. Yeah. For those who don't know, AGDQ, Awesome Games Done Quick, it's a charity marathon that runs for a week straight, and they do it at least twice every year, and it raises millions of dollars every time. And you can just go to their YouTube channel if you miss any runs, because they all get re-uploaded there. So you can catch Peanut Butter the dog there, probably maybe even by the time you hear this. Yeah, yeah when, I, when, I saw, when I clicked on it, there was some guys playing Diddy Kong racing. And they, they were doing some like stupid tricks on the course of like, I didn't even know it was possible. I'm like, what, how do you even, how do you even figure this stuff out? Like, right. Like speed racers are like, in, in, they're just crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I believe that uh, Peanut Butter's owner, JSR, is also a speed runner who's also having like some segments during AGDQ. So, oh, all right. That's cool. It was yeah. funny. This was strictly the dog's interest. Yeah. <laughs> his name's JSR. That's his. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm seeing. Does, seeing on a... Does the J stand for jelly? Maybe. <laughs> Peanut butter jelly. R S R. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Shiba Inus, um, is that how you say Inus or Inu? Shiba yeah. Inu? Yeah, okay, I think so my my daughter calls it Inu. So apparently she's been saying it wrong. I don't ever correct her. Um, but the game Ghostwire Tokyo, I always think of that game. Um, when you're walking through the city, there's no people because all the people are like basically dead in the game. Right. But there's dogs walking around. And all the dogs are Shiba Inus. And when Aww. you find one, it will like, and you like go down and pet it, it will like take you somewhere to like to to find a treasure. So you like follow it through and it will take you up through streets and alleys and stuff. And then it will point to a spot and you like dig and, and find treasure. So Every time I see those dogs, I think of that game now. <laughs> yes. All right. I don't know how to segue into the next topic, so I will just go on into the next topic. There you go. Uh, a year after being branded a flop, Ubisoft's Mario Rabbit sequel is finally getting some sales. It's racked up nearly 3 million sales, yeah. which it's always weird uh, to me they... that these games underperform because they always review so incredibly well and people are always so hyped when they release and then they mm -hmm. just immediately like okay it's here it's great no one's buying it for some reason yeah. <laughs> you know what's yeah. funny is like I, oh sorry go ahead Jim. no go no go i was uh just kind of thinking about that earlier because i was like man i i haven't really played anything lately and i was like oh yeah i've been playing horizon zero dawn on pc and like I mean, I get like the the FOMO of something and like I in my head, I was like, no one ever really asks you when you played something. They ask you if you played it. And mm. like, I feel like that's like part of this, like, I don't know, like, especially newly launched games. Yeah. Like, it's it's so weird, like, because you see you see this resurgence of older games all the time, like especially, yeah. you know, companies that have massive back catalogs of of good quality titles. And it's like, like. I know, I know they're trying to hit, you know, sales marks and everything when the game launches, but like, at what point, like, isn't it still profitable, you know, a year down the road or however long we are out that it's still selling exceptionally well. It's like, it's not like they're burning bridges, you know, with their yeah. business relationships. I mean, mm -hmm. both companies that produced it are still getting money. They're still making money. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, the, the worst for me with that is square, square Enix. Like, they they just say everything was a disappointment. 
it can make a billion dollars <laughs> yeah. and be like, well, it didn't meet our goals. So, you know, it was of ten trillion dollars. It was a failure. Yeah. We're not gonna do a sequel to that. <laughs> right. Correction yeah. is it didn't immediately meet our right. expectations. They want yeah. the instant it's gratification. Like, <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like Final Fantasy 16. I think they they basically said that was uh, didn't meet their their expectations in like the first month and it's like give it some time to spread its wings like well, it's people are this is a busy year people will probably get back to that game and yeah may, maybe they'll buy it on sale or something so you won't get as big of a pop when they buy it but like give it a little time before you just call something a disappointment or like it didn't meet your your first month's expectations let it breathe a little bit yeah and that that game is so we've talked about that um the Mario Rabbit sequel before because I think it was I think it was Ubisoft CEO who said that like Nintendo is like you'll maximize your profits basically if you just release one of these per console generation and Ubisoft was like nah we made a lot of money the first time we're gonna do another one now and then you know this this happened so it's yeah. like I don't know I guess you can find some truth in both directions depending on how you want to yeah. look at it and like so is obviously there just the goal you set is kind of like that's yeah. the expectation. Like, what does Nintendo know about managing good. their IPs? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Come on. So, is there a, is there a pretty big digression from the from the first one to the second one? Then I didn't I didn't realize that. Like, it uh, well, did it. I don't at this point. I don't actually know if there is like a like it. I had read something about, it and I forget what it was. I read now. Like, I might have read something to the effect that like the original had sold on a similar trajectory as this one to this point. Something like gotcha. that. Okay. Uh, I could be mistaken on that though. So, gotcha. Denizens of the internet, you know, please fact check me on that. Yeah, that was only Ju June twenty first that it oh, released last year. Last year. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it okay. seems like a way. Longer. I didn't realize it was even still that new. I, I, I feel like I was just watching a, a mutual friend of me and Brett's. I think Greg knows him too. Yeah, I think you you know him too, John Eric Freshly. I, I was watching oh, yeah, him. Yeah, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching him stream it, and I feel like that was like two years ago. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> But um, well, la the last six to nine months were really like, like a distortion warp in time and space because of all the different games yeah. that came out. Like, it feels like a long time ago that Final Fantasy 16 came out to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, or, you know. or like when I was going through my games that I beat last year, I had to like double and almost triple check to make sure that I had that right that Forspoken came out last year. Because I was like, I swear that oh, came really? out two years ago. Wow. I swear it came out two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that might as well like, be two years ago. Yeah, it was the beginning of last year. And man, it seems like way longer than that. But do you, yeah. do you guys find yourself just like with more and more FOMO or less because of like, I don't oh, know, I mean, just like. There's the a lot industry. of games I don't care about. So for me personally, I kind of feel like I'm on top of the ones I really care about. Yeah. Like that's how I'm like ready for infinite wealth in another think, week and a half. Yeah, I was like, I think it depends. Like some games I will feel like a lot of FOMO with, like me waiting to get my physical copy of Stray when everyone was just mm. playing it day one on digital. I had big FOMO then. But then other games, I guess it's games that maybe I'm just like, oh, like I, I'll play it eventually. But like I can watch yeah. my friend stream it, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. or just watch streamers that I follow play it, and I don't feel as much FOMO because I'm getting at least like their first, you know, play through <laughs> yeah. their first reaction to stuff. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm only missing out on Baldur's Gate, which, you know, eggs. I'll get to in June or July. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. I, anything I, I really, really want to play, I, I play. Like I, 
I pretty much play like unless I'm finishing up something else, I pretty much play like the night it's out. Like I'm I spend too much money on games. <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. if there's something oh, I really right. care about, I usually I, I pretty much always play it. However, there's all there's those occasional games that aren't necessarily my cup of tea, but because so many people are talking about it, just like John said, Baldur's Gate 3, not necessarily my kind of game at all, but because so many people talk about it, I'm like, I definitely have FOMO there because I, I want to see what they're talking about. Like, I want to experience it. And even if I don't end up liking it, I, I feel like I'm doing an injustice to not <laughs> even trying it because of like how big of like, it's to like totally mm -hmm. took over, over the gaming world last year. And mm -hmm. I have no idea what it's about. So, <laughs> yeah, so from that reason, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think at least you guys, for the most part, will complete a game. I mean, that's my biggest problem is like, yeah, I'll get a, a little bit of FOMO and I'll play something, but then I'll drop it for the next thing or you'll just finish that blade any day now, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm back on playing, like I said, Horizon Zero Dawn. And oh, yeah. <clears throat> But like I, I definitely feel like I missed out on the experience of it. But like I can go back and play it anytime, and and like there's no rush to play too when, you know, it's gotten pretty much mixed reception. But I mean, I understand. I, I just wonder if there's like a disconnect between the gaming industry, like leaders, uh, and publishers versus like developers and that weird area where they listen to fan feedback and all that stuff is to like, you know, are like, you know, their sample size and like, are, are, were people really clamoring for, you know, sparks of hope, you know, to release the, or the Mario sequel to release when it could have released a year later and they would have been satisfied with that experience a year out and yeah. sold better when, but I mean, I guess it's going to get more, more hectic as, as, you know, like, especially with streaming platforms or like subscription bases, like, like, yeah, you could <clears throat> release a brand new game in this window in Q1, but if, you know, EA put their entire catalog of games free and open to play on Game Pass, I mean, does that muddy the waters, you know, for your game's release? Like, what does that look like? And like, I don't, I don't think either, you know, publisher side or, um, what people want in general i mean it's it just seems so fluid these days like like the fomo's there for sure but like I, I don't even know like what a good release window is anymore you're right that's true at least yeah, from last year yeah at least last year there was like there was no good window it was just like any any yeah. time you picked was a bad time because there was <laughs> yeah. some monster yeah. that was out that yeah. month that was just gonna swallow it up so yeah. What here? Well, what my my confusing part with the the last thing I'll say about this because you know yeah I mean, we got more everything but it's not that big of a deal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but my but the thing that's always confused me is usually anything that Mario is attached to sells like insane amounts like yeah. the fact that it only sold three million units up to this point like almost anything else that Mario's been attached to would be double triple quadruple that by now you'd think. Maybe not always. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But it feels it like it's anything... time to hit those big numbers. But sure, yeah. sure. And like I said, maybe I'm maybe I'm just wrong there. Um, well, but I like, almost wonder if part of that though, is because it is a strategy it is... RPG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. It's the kind we, of game it is. If we compare the sales of this game to whatever Persona Five Tactica is, like I mean, it's got to be <laughs> oh, yeah. night and day. Like, <laughs> yeah, for I'm sure, sure that for game sure. hasn't even sold a million. Because if it had, we'd know. 
Probably, sure. yeah. Like I, I like just because of when it released, I have to imagine it's selling below their expectations. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But, and with but reload still, that's... happening in a couple weeks. So Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to think though, even with rabbits, like if it if it grossed 180 million with three million copies sold, I mean, that's like I mean, they've got to be well over their their development they couldn't, cost they couldn't for have spent it. more yeah. than like 70 80, so. 60 million on that game you know? even if they would have like you know really... said even if they would have said uh, it you know they broke even or i would say even if development costs were in the higher end like 120 million you know with licensing mario and all that jazz mm-hmm. still you're talking about 60 million dollars sitting out there that was split between Give two companies take. yeah 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 they're, right. they're doing just well, fine with this <laughs> well <laughs> In other Ubisoft news, it's interesting that they're so concerned about the sales of this game and, you know, like Greg was saying, what are subscription services going to be going to do to these kind of sales when in a recent interview that was published today, talking about the new revamped Ubisoft Plus, uh, an executive said that gamers need to get comfortable with not owning their video games, (laughs) which is quite a very bold Statement. Is... I don't quite know what other words I want to attach to it. <laughs> Y'all yeah. be a little crass. I'm gonna say, you know what? Kick rocks, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't make... even see that. This is the first time I've heard that. Yeah, that's, he was that's, making that's a terrible. It it is, and like he was making a comparison to like what happened with DVDs and streaming services, um, and saying that like you know people got used to like not having these big massive like DVD collections you know everyone's all on board with streaming services like netflix i'm like okay but they weren't in the beginning and i video Mm -hmm. games and movies tv like there is some overlap i still feel like it's so different like there's just something about owning like that physical copy like of your game you know right right and and it couldn't be a worse company to make a a statement like that like ubisoft (laughs) is just always taking l's and then they say something like that (laughs) They finally have a W with Prince of Persia, and then they kick themselves in the oh, nuts yeah. with that comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Prince of Persia is having a wonderful launch, which I'm very happy because yeah. I was a little yeah, cool. iffy about how it would do, but it's reviewing mm. great. People are loving it. I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> you yeah, know, a lot of people play the early access, and it looks smooth. Combat looks fun. Like it, it is a Metroidvania, but it doesn't look as as I guess overwhelming. What was it early access or was it a demo? It's um if you have a Ubisoft Plus, you can play it now and it comes out on Thursday. Right, but I'm just asking, was it an early access game? Oh. I, th- I thought it only had a demo, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think what I, I heard was early access. Yeah, I I'm played not sure. a demo at PAX. Sure, I pl- yeah, I played a demo <laughs> back in September and like my yeah. only criticism was like the graphics looked a little crusty in my opinion and like some of the cutscenes mm. and stuff which i was mm. like okay it's a demo you know they this yeah, is, yeah, yeah you yeah. know but the combat like even felt like amazing then i was like this is very like fluid very smooth very metroid dread kind of vibes with like just mm. how everything moved so well mm-hmm. well that's Uh-oh. cool good for them yeah i guess front. i guess there's a feature that they have in it that if like if you're if you play a lot of metroidvanias you'll know that like there's a lot of times that you'll see that there's like a, an area that you want to get to that you can't yet because you haven't earned like a certain ability. Mm-hmm. But then once you go through the map and earn that ability, you're like, oh yeah, now I can do that part, but I have no idea where that was or yeah. I don't remember. 
And like simply putting like a pin on a map doesn't necessarily help you remember what that pin meant. So now when you you go to a spot that you're going to want to remember, it takes a screenshot so you can pull up that pin and it shows you a screenshot of what that was. Oh, that's sick. So so you'll see exactly what it was. That's a pretty cool feature. Yeah, no, for that's as as simple as that is it's weirdly innovative for a metroidvania yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> a screenshot yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh no but the the tragic thing of the uh you know not owning your games is i saw a tweet from i think it was like the head of limited run or at least it was one of the heads of limited run he tweeted about it basically just admitting that the guy's kind of right and he can he can envision in like 10 to 15 years that's like kind of shifting to more like a towards like a streaming situation for a lot of games oh i'm or sure at least, he's at least further right. digitization yeah yeah so like yeah, I look, don't know. look how smooth the s- subscription-based movies and tv shows are now i mean god yeah. paramount but, plus like, max uh, yeah, yeah, yeah but like mary said it just feels different like gaming like there's like a sense of pride of like knowing that i purchased this game it's mine it's in my library mm-hmm. i can start it i can uninstall it you know that's mine yeah. i yeah. i spent yeah. actual money and, whether it be physical or digital and, it is mine yeah what if they and, decide to just take a game off the service then it's like well now i'm never going to get to play it again right. like right. <laughs> yeah these yeah. licenses only exist for years at a time yeah mm-hmm. right so and and the uh, the limited run guy, he also said that like the basically they're just gonna keep doing their thing to like the bitter end, or he phrased it something like that. And Jesus. like I mean, <laughs> like I'm gonna I, do this till I, I die. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna like crash his ship into the Ubisoft building. Uh, Wait. <laughs> but uh, where was I going with that before I started joking about murder suicide? <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I I still think though that like even something like Limited Run, I think can go that that Nintendo NES Fire Emblem Collector's Edition direction where like you sell like the whole premium deluxe physical experience and it just so happens that there's a download code inside. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If that's the worst case scenario, that's not the absolute worst <laughs> thing. Like there's still yeah. all the trappings of a physical thing, even if you can't actually like plug a like a disc into a system you know yeah like yeah. that that's i think probably the future we're headed for yeah like it, it is yeah. it for sure is but to, but but to say it is like <laughs> you don't want to be the one to, you don't want to be the one to actually say it you know like yeah. people, they know that people don't consumers do not want that future and yeah and i mean it, i mean i i think it would behoove the the console manufacturers to keep having some sort of mechanism to play games physically specifically right. because they can move into this boutique market of all right we're not going to do like widespread physical releases anymore but we are going to do limited releases of everything that cost yeah. a lot more but we're going to do yeah. cool stuff to make them each special yeah. that was one of the last things i ever wrote at the escape is basically saying that video games should ape the k-pop model because that's what k-pop does K-pop albums sell absurd copies because they make it into an experience. Like the CD doesn't even really matter. You're buying it for like everything else that comes with the CD. Didn't you say they have like four songs on them? Or like sometimes, yeah. Like yeah most short... of them are mini albums, like they're they're EPs. So yeah, like a lot of them will have like four to six songs. But then it Some, comes with sometimes they release single albums, quote unquote, which is like literally one or two songs, and you're oh. still paying like twenty five bucks. <laughs> God, so people many are just gobbling it up. Because, like, yeah. yeah, on one hand, like I love physical media, 
And like, I know that's going to go away soon, which is why I've been buying so much lately. Mm. And like, but then you see that you, you like subscriptions are cool and all, <clears throat> but then, you know, what happens if, oh, I have, you know, 50 games in my Ubisoft library. And if Ubisoft keeps going the way that it is, like, what if Ubisoft gets sold at some point, they sell off all their IPs, their launcher goes down. Then what happens to all those titles that I I have the subscription service for. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a giant. Like we yeah, that, saw that's... Google fumble the bag like yeah. pretty recently. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's a, that's a whole other can of worms. Like, what if what if yeah. the network goes down? Like, and yeah. you don't have that game downloaded yeah. or whatever because yeah. you're, like, they get to the point where you're just streaming stuff. You know, well, and like mm-hmm. even in this interview, it talks about um, like what was the phrasing? I just lost it. I was talking about like, you know, you can just resume your game at your own time. Your your save file progress will always be there. I'm like, well, is that my save file progress always going to be on my computer or in your cloud service? Because what if your servers mm, go down? What if your servers right. just come bust and explode and there yeah, goes right. my 300 hour Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3 file? Like, <laughs> or, or a DDoS you know? attack. Like what happens? Right. Then? Yeah, DDoS. Yeah. Or your information is attached to your save file. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why i think if they're if we have to go digital only that's why i want i want combination like switch online and virtual console like i want to be able to have the option to like buy a digital copy that stays physically on my console yeah, yeah. like yeah. that's like yeah. a very gog thing right like same idea you're buying everything digitally but there's no drm on it so if you download the thing it'll just sit on your computer forever like yeah at least give us that on consoles yeah Mm. Yeah. i just hope they listen you know because they because clearly consumers (laughs) don't want this oh you got jokes brett (laughs) yeah i I mean i know it's gonna go that direction but i hope they they come up with some kind of a solution where if something like that were to happen we wouldn't all be screwed you guys Mm. it's a little bit into the weeds but you guys remember when the playstation network went down for like six weeks and no one you couldn't even long? get on yeah. yeah it was over a it may not may not have been six weeks but it was over a month you couldn't even log in and oh. at that time like i played tons of black ops so i couldn't oh, play I, for oh, over wow. a month i couldn't even log in the only thing i could do you couldn't download games or anything the only thing you could do is just play whatever was downloaded on your ps3 was was that back during the big hack where like north korea claimed it was them or something but it probably I think that's wasn't what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah i think I, it was I, the okay. first the first one they offered like um like something like LifeLock or something for yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a whole bunch times. of people's stuff got, yeah, anyways. And yeah. nothing's any better since. Yeah. The <laughs> and they're still getting hacked. <laughs> right. Gosh. Yep. Uh, so we okay. Well, three minutes till the next. Till... The limited, the other limited run thing is so short. We can just nail that yeah. in three we minutes. Just, so. real quick. I'll, I'll yeah. just take the baton on that one Feel real it. quick. So. <laughs> Speaking of limited run again, uh, so they they announced a few things all of a sudden. I don't know if they had a special event or if it's just something they did, but they announced the uh, they're re-releasing Felix the Cat games, Hell and yeah. they're releasing uh, they're re-releasing Rocket Knight Adventures. Rocket Knight Adventures re-sparked. So if you missed out on Rocket Knight on like the Genesis the or whatever, Genesis, yeah. then this is your chance to play those again soon. Uh, uh, Greg, did you, did you play that? Rocket Knight, no. Yeah. Okay. Because I had neither. I just sort of. I, I haven't. I just figured if any of us had, you might have, because you were more of a Genesis dude. 
I was listening to someone last night on another podcast and he was raving. He was talking, he was saying like, it's <laughs> an incredible game. So okay. apparently it's a big deal to some people. Cool. I've seen plenty of like replays of it and stuff. And it mm. does look very, very, um, 16 bit generation, but like, yeah. like one of the standout games. Yeah. 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 So they're coming to switch PS4 and PS5. So the usual suspects. So that's cool. Also- also, if you want to have nightmares, go look up the Felix the Cat balloon from like the Macy's Day Parade in 1927. It'll make you have nightmares. Interesting. It's, it is horrifying looking. <laughs> for, for some reason, it's one of those images that I'm like, dear God, how did like how did people sleep that night? <laughs> maybe okay. it's not as maybe it's not as unnerving to you guys, but to me, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's terrible. So, so Felix the Cat <clears throat> on price charting. The complete copy goes for two ninety nine ninety five roughly. Jeez. Then if you happen to have it new someplace laying around, it's a thousand bucks easily. Wow. Yeah. Now yeah, well, <laughs> I remember well, it being expensive, but hopefully that'll the limited run will drive the price down. But we'll see. No, it never does. It it doesn't. Like you hope it will. It 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 doesn't. I freak, there was so. a couple games that that happened too. Mm. well i mean earthbound more or less retained its price when it got the digital re-release anyway but so i i get alerts uh as of late there's been a couple that say like oh earthbound was uh listed below below uh normal price like, or something like, like that 50 yeah yeah i've got a couple of alerts like that over the, the past week or so okay all right we should yep all right i will restart right. the call And to to close out the limited run talk, they announced one more thing kind of recently, Cosmic Fantasy Collection, which uh, probably means nothing to a lot of people, but it's exciting to me. It's uh, these two Japanese RPGs from the Turbo Graphics. Nobody remembers the Turbo Graphics either, but we learned this week that Macaulay Culkin was a fan of it in 1991. Look it up (laughs) on YouTube. He told Arsenio all about it, and then Arsenio gifted him a Turbo Graphics. It is wild. Oh wow! But uh, anyway, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> that's an amazing piece of video game history right there. <laughs> so, Cosmic Fantasy One was actually never released in the U.S. before, so it's exciting we're getting that for the first time. And uh, the second one was one of the first games localized by Working Designs, who they would go on to translate uh, the Lunar RPGs for the U.S., which is like some of my all-time favorite games. Um, they're not using the working designs translation this time. They're using a different one, which is fine by me. But there was uh, some talk of like speculation. Could it be using AI to translate it? The answer is no. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. If you hear anybody say that, the answer is no. It was translated by humans. Don't worry. Um, so I've never bought anything from Limited Run before, but I think I'm I think I'm going to cave and buy this Cosmic Fantasy thing because this is just right up my alley. This old school anime 16-bit RPG. Super cool to me. I boycotted Limited Run a while back. (laughs) I haven't bought anything from them in like, I think like three years. Yeah. They did like a PS3 release or PS5. I forget what it was, but the disc was loose in the box in the case. And he's like, he's like, oh, too bad. That's a well-known issue or something like that. And then like I tried. So that makes it right. (laughs) Yeah. And then I tried to like have correspondence with him via email and then um, I was just like not getting through. We went a little back and forth. So I called him out on Twitter 
because that's the appropriate thing to do when you're a game journalist. And, <laughs> you know, basically said like, Hey, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and like, <laughs> and, and what was weird was um, RGT 85 at the time, I think we were both at Nintendo enthusiast or mm. he had some sort of relationship with him and like, like talked it down. But I was like, bro, this is, I spent money on this, like to be yeah. told that it's like a known. And I, I think it was like King of fighters or something. Mm. And like, since then I haven't bought anything. And that's been a, all my money for like stuff like that has gone to like retro bit. Uh-huh. Uh, I am eight bit and like yeah. any other place other than um, limited run. So maybe yeah. we'll bring you back in. I don't know. I feel like everyone I know who's like done, bought something from limited run has had like massive delays like no matter yeah. what it was like but... my as i said to you guys before the call my brother got like the special expensive limited edition bill and ted for switch and like it like delayed like crazy oh, and he man. finally <laughs> got it like way way after the fact but, like oh. yeah that's how some of my games have been but like my like a recent I am eight bit experience was like I bought the like that massive World of Warcraft like vinyl collection as a gift for somebody delayed like a year and a half that Annapurna collection <clears throat> yeah it was like a very long time for a vinyl but the Annapurna mm. collection I pre ordered late October of this year got it in December of this year twenty twenty four. Confirmed Mary's a time traveler. <laughs> no. I was like, wait. Yeah, it was either later to, or it shipped like late December. I might have gotten to either at the very end of the year or like the beginning of January. So I'm like, okay, okay. how much of this is like the publisher's fault? Like, did yeah. Blizzard with World of Warcraft be like, oh, we don't like our art. We need to go back to the drawing board and redo like all of this versus like Annapurna, who was like, here you go, final product ship like <laughs> yeah and shit, yeah. the the one you got is absolutely gorgeous like i was Dude, so jealous yeah. when you popped out of the box i was like oh yeah and that was my fomo big confetti filled box and i was like this is much nicer packaging than i was expecting nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i don't know but i'm gonna i'm gonna try limited run again i'm also just very impatient all the time but like our zet is being published by limited run and i of course need to have that oh <laughs> certainly Goes we'll see saying. stay yeah. tuned for how long that takes to ship <laughs> <laughs> all right uh continuing down our list of topics um i was already thinking foam stars might have a shaky launch um i think it's going to be a little shakier now especially since playstation has said that they did use ai generated art is apparently square, a, not playstation square sorry yeah, yeah sorry yeah. i was reading the playstation exclusive <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh part of it <laughs> but yeah square enix confirms that ai generated art has been used in foam stars it's apparently an extremely low percentage like 0.01 it's like for icons and stuff um and they were like oh we just want to experiment with it but to add just you know, just really get in there with the negative part of like the whole AI thing. They used Mid Journey, which is currently in a huge lawsuit. Nice. <laughs> so, right. yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I so the 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 Foam Stars producer is named Kosuke Okatani, and 
I could be wrong because I haven't looked at VGC, which is the source on this. But like, I presume it was a Japanese dude speaking in Japanese and they translated it. And I wonder if AI has like the same degree of stigma in Japan as it does here. Because like, if it did, he probably would have talked much more carefully about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, mm-hmm. for example, like, I presume this to be the case, but I don't know. I would imagine in this situation that the artists themselves were probably using mid-journey as like an assisting tool um like i don't get the feeling that anybody lost a job over this um or like lost the opportunity for a job over this because it sounds so like insignificant um so if it is actual artists using mid-journey as an assist i think people might be more amenable to that or at least some people would be because that's a big difference than we could have used an artist for this and we didn't it's a yeah. huge difference, actually. If it's if it's <clears throat> I am an artist and I use this just to speed something up for me, like that's different than we could have used an artist for this and we didn't, and we don't have that clarification as far as I know. Sure, yeah. So yeah. because we don't have that, I feel like they're digging a hole for themselves that they didn't even realize was there, and it could yeah. be like a cultural differences sort of thing. What what is Mid Journey in uh, lawsuit over? So it is in a lawsuit over. Um... I can't remember the exact details, but basically, like there, the list has gotten out of like the thousands and thousands of artists that they have been using to train their AI bot. And of course, oh, artists geez. are like, "Well, you're stealing my art to train your, yeah, you know, thing." Um, mm-hmm. But it's, that could get messy. <laughs> yeah, so it it's ongoing. Let me see if this link. Uh... Yeah, that- so no, it just goes to the the lawsuit doc, which has a bunch of words that I will not understand. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think we but- talked about that before. Like, um, you know, there was a one of the podcasts that I listened to dives into um, different fields of study, whether that's mushrooms, and they have like an expert on mushrooms come on and talk about all the different kinds. Oh yeah. But one of them that. was one of them was like the philosophy on AI and like who does reap the benefits of of generative AI when you're feeding you know, the, the artists themselves into the AI to then spit out, you know, products that are very similar. And it's like, where, where do the royalties come into play? Like you, you fed an artist's work out of their own creation, out of their own brain into this machine to then create art that looks very similar to it. So where, where, where does the, where does the artist get any sort of kickback from, from something like that? Yeah. And yeah. a lot of times with these AI tools, the artists don't get, you know, anything, nothing, you yeah. know, <laughs> like thousands and thousands of people are using like these AI tools that have been trained off of their art. But of course, they're not going to see any sort of like credit or royalty or whatever, because it's just like, oh, well, you put your JPEG on the Internet like it's mine now. <laughs> when in reality, these yeah. like these artists and small business owners are like just trying to sell their product. They're trying to like get commissions to like pay their rent, you know. So of course they have to post their art online in order mm-hmm. to sell themselves as an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't know. But I, yeah, I'm like curious was... to see how these lawsuits go. That could be a very slippery <laughs> slope with using AI. Yeah, that that could get messy really fast. Yeah, but like I said, it's uh, I wasn't feeling too optimistic. I wanted to be optimistic for Foam Stars. But oh, I've never been get, optimistic. <laughs> I, I wanted to be, but the closer we get to its launch, I'm just like this. I I don't think it's gonna 
launch very well. Yeah, I, so. I think the only reason it, I'll ever download it is because it's going to be included with PS Plus now. So oh, okay. because of that, I, I'll probably try it just to see what it's about. But I mean, I've heard I, it's surprisingly good. That's what I see. That's I've heard <laughs> the same. I've heard like from from like what it looks like, you would think it like it's just absolute trash. But I keep hearing positive reviews for people that have played it. So I'm like, hmm. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's one of those things like a uh, Rocket League, like that that launches on PS Plus and ends up just like going crazy. I'm I'm not saying it's gonna be, like touch the level of success that Rocket League had, but like part of the reason Rocket League got big was because it uses it you it was able to use PS Plus as a uh, as a platform to to get in people's homes. So I wonder if it could be one of those kind of scenarios too, where people actually are able to get their hands on it. Where they wouldn't have spent money on it, but because they have PS Plus membership, then you know they're able to just download it. So I like how well, you said that Rocket Rocket League had because it's currently shit in the bed right now. Oh no! <laughs> well, Is it really? Just... I didn't know that. Yeah, they got rid of like like all the stuff before Psyonix was sold to Epic. Was like, oh yeah, you're going to be able to trade. You're going to be able to do this. All these promises and like nothing has been fundamentally improved over the course of the game's life since being sold and they removed trading. So even like me, I have like thousands of items that are basically useless because I can't get rid of them or open them or do anything with them unless I pay premium. Some, some of them are like, you know, 10 bucks just to build something or credits. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, that's pretty lame. Yeah. I imagine that's probably pretty close to ran its course. I mean, it's been it's been going for a while now. What is it? It's close to like eight years, isn't it? Like seven years when it launched. Oh, I feel like longer than that. Yeah, I but I mean, say... there's been. Oh, I'm sorry, Mary. Go ahead. I was gonna say, Rocket League. I think I played like in college. <laughs> like <laughs> that was like twenty years ago. Two thousand. Two thousand sixteen. Two thousand fifteen. But I was just gonna say, there's been so many freaking games. There was like that one, like splatoon type clone where you had like bats on the wii or on the switch that was like around for a little while there was that one that was like dodgeball that was on on Um, xbox for a while uh, yeah i think it was on everything that one there's like roller stars or like all these games come and go trying to be the next big thing and they're just clones of other games that are out there on the market already Mm -hmm. now all right uh our next topic we don't have a lot of information on it so we can just have some fun little speculation uh game freak filed logo trademarks for pant land um we're not quite sure what that is because they haven't announced anything with that name but we do know that they're currently working with private division on a new title co-named project bloom right um and it has kind of like this realistic fantasy style in the concept yeah. art project bloom oh like, wait yeah 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 we saw like a glimpse of that one yeah it's just like one piece of concept art yeah somewhere now i remember i was <laughs> like why is project bloom so familiar and it just hit me yeah it's just so, like this hmm. giant tree that looked pretty and when i and when i saw this wearing I... a big hat <laughs> i'm sold yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> big trees big hats that's all i need to know yep. yeah when I saw this on the dock, I was like, I felt so dumb. I was like, what is Pandland? But now I feel better because no one, no one knows what Pandland no. is. Yeah, it's just it's a trademark. Just, yeah, it's just one of those things that's happened and we just get to kind of look at it and go, hmm, maybe we'll hear something about it 
sometime soon. Who knows? Interesting. Uh, maybe. Interesting. One of those yeah, things that maybe never even comes to fruition and never releases, period. <laughs> Who knows? Possibly. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Let's see. All right. What else is next? Uh, yes. The yeah. tale as old as time. The new 3D Mario is allegedly <laughs> finished and allegedly has been finished and allegedly will be a Switch 2 launch game. Uh huh. How many, how many times allegedly have we said this? Allegedly in October <laughs> or November. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> And allegedly <laughs> including Donkey Kong in some capacity. And yeah. this that, all that comes via Zippo again, who he's been making <laughs> some big, big swings. This is a really is. volatile period. So, like, he's going to come out as, like, a big old shyster if this doesn't pan out. But, like, he's he's been quite in the ballpark in the past. Yeah, he's a, been pretty a good pretty number wrong. of things. I um, mean, it's yeah. easy to be in the ballpark when you're as vague as some of these things are. <laughs> like, well, yeah. he, he's he like, did... there is a new Mario game coming. Boom. Well, he said that there was a new 2D <laughs> Mario game with a new art style. And I think he mentioned, like, Peach, like... Uh, I think he mentioned like the super. Maybe I forget how he phrased it, but it sounded like basically all the Super Mario Bros. Two people were going to be playable, um, and all that stuff ended up being right. Was there was a new two D Mario with a new art style with multiple playable characters. Yeah. So you know, and he is the guy that like correctly leaked uh, Persona Four Arena Ultimax years ago, no, which is a very random thing to get. Yeah. So. He's definitely like, been on the on the money like with stuff in the past. So yeah, it's not but, like it's just some schmuck making this up. So I've yeah. got some hope that that's accurate. They He's, are all some but, schmuck to me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, he did say that uh, he thinks a direct could be coming this month, and everyone else is saying February. So yeah. you know, tread with caution. I did look at the last time we had a January direct. I think it was back in like 2017, 2018. Yeah, They've it's... been pretty consistent with February. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while. So yeah, we'll see. But uh, he he has been saying consistently for a while that a new open world Mario game will be the, the Switch 2 launch game. And this time he says that it's at least four times the size of Odyssey. Oh my God. God, Dude, if, if this if this is true and it's done, I, it makes me so angry because I would just want to freaking play that. <laughs> Whatever it is, if it's real and it's done, yeah. that actually makes me mad. And if it's if it's open world or like it's all like one giant thing, that kind of like crazy. Bowser's Fury, but that, like yeah. enormous. Like I mean, that mm -hmm. sounds amazing. I loved wow. that that layout of Bowser Fury. Actually, I thought that, that was, was very fun. done very cool. Yeah, yeah. I played the whole thing in one day, and it was an enjoyable yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, no, it was <laughs> yeah. fantastic, man. Something yeah. about the three D Mario's are just special. I gotta mm -hmm. say, yeah, mileage will vary with Sunshine, but yeah, <laughs> I've actually never played Sunshine, so I can't speak on that. <gasps> I know. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I know. Or oh, played really? a tiny bit. I played a teeny tiny bit yeah, way I, back when. Yeah, I actually owned it on GameCube, but I wasn't I didn't play games all that much then. I just owned it and played like, I don't know, maybe that hour of it. So I remember nothing other than you could shoot water. My jetpack thing. I'll go say, I was babysitting my younger cousin who had a GameCube and he would ask me for help whenever he would get stuck. 
And so mm-hmm. he was stuck somewhere, asked me. I, of course, had never touched this game, but I managed to help. And then he immediately grabs control. I'm like, okay, thanks. Bye. And I was like, <laughs> well, damn. all right. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I want to keep playing. <laughs> now leave. <laughs> we did play a lot of Lego Star Wars together, though, because I was better than his mom and sister during some of the two-player stuff. So <laughs> now, <laughs> he was like, I'm glad you're baby. <laughs> that that used to be my son when he was younger. He's he's old enough now that he can like get through tougher sections in games. But he used to play like Uncharted two. He loved that. He called it Snow Uncharted because it opens the first open <laughs> level. You're in the snow. That's an iconic he, opening. Yep, it is. You're hanging from and the it, train. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such That's such, such a good game. One. It is. It's yeah. it's my favorite Uncharted by a mile. Yeah, easily. Um, but he would always get to the same puzzles that he couldn't fit because you know how like uncharted is a very like they they have sections where it's puzzle heavy you have to like match the things up or do whatever you got to do and and he would always get to the same spots and i would always hear him dad can you come help me with this i'd go in there i'd do the puzzle for him he'd be like thanks take the controller back and then go kill some stuff (laughs) 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 but yeah yeah so you know we'll see uh if there's ever like a, an extraordinary miss from Zippo, I'll finally just shut up about the guy. Until then, I just think <laughs> I just think it's fun to mention this crap in passing on the off chance it that it pans oh, yeah. out. You know? I secretly I, think that you're Zippo, John. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, this, Zippo. this guy. I hear he's sometimes he's devilishly right. handsome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, so some of his stuff, like. There's some of it that I just think is too absurd, like, and I just don't ever mention it. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we we all know that the second the Switch 2 pre-orders are out, we're going to pre-order them anyways. We're all going to be playing the second we can. But <laughs> if this is true and you're able to play uh, 3D Mario on launch day, like, God, that's like a culmination of the heavens coming down to Earth <laughs> and like, here, giving you a gift. Like, that would be... Oh, I can't. If that happens, I cannot wait for that. That's yep. gonna be yeah. amazing. I think that's like the, uh, you know, whether that's, um, you know, that's a perfect slam dunk for Nintendo, I think, is whether that's, you know, a Zelda game at launch, Mario Kart game at launch, or something akin to Odyssey at it's launch. Like, Mario. they're going to knock it out of the park. It's got to be Mario at this point. Like it just, just sets them up for so much success. Yeah, and, like, Mario Kart is great, but, like, I feel like the perfect launch game to get people really talking about it is the next big 3d mario oh yeah <laughs> instant multi-million seller there oh my god yeah or what if you get mario kart at launch 3d mario game at launch tears of the kingdom uprise at launch <laughs> and Twilight Princess money, and Wind Waker, finally <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah I, w- I wonder if they're also like those there's been rumors of those i wonder if they're like waiting on those for next uh for, for the a next launch window I, I mean it, I it feels like that exists. it feels like those would be yeah. if oh, they were gonna do those, I, I feel like those exists, would be a but... perfect like like uh last hurrah to this console. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting what do you at say Zippo those Zeldas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting at the very least those Zippos. I mean the Zeldas <laughs> to uh, to fill that gap. Yeah, Fordian slip there, huh? <laughs> huh? We figured you out. <laughs> yeah. With the uh, the new switch launch getting closer and closer and definitely more possible at this point i think it's now or never for twilight princess and wind waker on switch i've been 
super pessimistic about him because everyone it's been like oh it's this year it's this year every year since 2017 it's every six months yeah. oh my god it's time i'm like okay i why would they not put them on switch <laughs> why would right, they wait yeah. until like okay we released them on the wii u but we're gonna wait until the console after this next one to put yeah, them over yeah. like that doesn't make sense to no, me not at all. yeah yeah like john said that would be a perfect thing to hold people over until until the switch two or whatever the hell they call it but um as far as this mario game what do you guys think odyssey 2 that that that, in a perfect world odyssey 2 is launching on the next switch for me i would would love to see like an odyssey 2 i loved mario odyssey but like i tend to favor the 3d marios more than i do the 2d yeah i do agree however if we get to our what we're playing i'll talk about this more but i just finally went back and like i just restarted wonder and played it and it's fucking fantastic like mm-hmm. i i have 1000 prefer the 3d marios but wonder was amazing holy shit yeah, that was good i like, still gotta was... start world three that's as far oh, as I, man, got. <laughs> I, I honestly because i i was on world two when i the first night that i played it i got all the way to world two and then just stopped and didn't then alan wake came out and i never got back to it I just restarted it. It might even be worth restarting because I kind of like forgot certain things like mm. items and like badges and stuff and how to use them and all that. But mm. not saying you got to restart it, but that's what I did. Mm-hmm. But man, it's like, it's it's so good at each. Did you play it, uh, Mary? I forgot if you played it and finished Wonder, it. Wonder, no. I had no yeah. interest in Wonder. <laughs> did, you, no. did you even start it? We all jumped no. in. <laughs> did, you, did you, Greg? Yeah, I'm like a like world's six or seven i was pretty deep into okay. it and so you're pretty far then so i'm on an, i'm on a lonely island tonight then brett's the only other one that finished wonder like so <laughs> so with like each new world like it does like this thing where it's like does like something creative for that world it's just yeah it's just such a cool game man i, I love that i loved wonder so much and then the final like the final i guess you call it a world but it's like four levels up until the the finale were just all done like there's like they they got they really got every bit of their creative juices out on those last like four or five maps. It's just so cool. cool. Such well, a great game, it. man. I don't I don't think we'll we'll see an Odyssey sequel. I think we'll I think whatever it is will will transform into how they're doing like with the 2D Mario's, you know, we got Wonder and then we've already had, you know, Mario Galaxy. This mm. is Odyssey. So then, you know, whatever the next transformative Bonanza. Mario is, but yeah. Mario Bonanza, Galactic well, Bonanza. Bananas. Like... <laughs> well, they, they did they did two well, galaxies, Donkey Kong right? is gonna be in it. So <laughs> they did two they did two galaxies, right? And yeah, did, did, is there two sunshines or just one no. sunshine? No, no. Was, okay, sunshine. so is Galaxy the only one they did two of in three D Mario? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like Odyssey was like the apex of 3D Mario. So if they're gonna do a sequel, you'd think that would be a no-brainer. But well, I mean, at the time, look at look at how the Wii was selling though. They almost had to like they squeezed every last bit of juice out of yeah. out of the Wii, and that was you know Before with those titles. Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You shall see. All right. And then to round out our little rumor thing and our list of topics. Uh, Pokemon Zelda and Luigi's Mansion are rumored for Universal Studios. Uh, I Ooh, did not get Orlando. to read too much of Orlando. Yes, oh, unfortunately, bummer. not my Damn Universal it. Studios. Salty. My wife. Little yeah, bit. My wife were just. We were just talking about going to Universal Studios either this summer or next summer. 
with mm-hmm. the kids and yeah that just bummed me out that i saw orlando because <laughs> i was like hell yeah, yeah. Oh, orlando orlando's <laughs> the one for me it's the only one i've yeah. ever been to so it's I'm too far away it, from but, me uh, <laughs> so california's way closer than <laughs> East Coast. Yeah. so there's like an actual website called orlando park stop that has like the inside scoop on universal studios like news and like that's like their thing people like make a livelihood out of talking about an amusement park so good oh, for yeah. them cool. but uh yeah so i guess allegedly there's a rumor that like the simpsons might shut down and uh oh wow it might what? be it might be pokemon that replaces it at the park i mean not not like the show uh, and it'd be a bummer to lose the Simpsons. So I, you, something but, that iconic that would be kind yeah, of a head scratcher. Uh, yeah, no, unless it's part, part of it. May- part of it is that Disney owns it now, and so like I guess uh, uh, Universal might be not as keen on the Simpsons now or whatever. But uh, maybe yeah, that's true. So like the plans are like if any of this is true in the first place, like it would be like a gradual rollout. Excuse <laughs> me, over several years, like 2027, 2030, gotcha. literally numbers like that. So even so if this is old. true, yeah, I know, yeah. I know it's morbidly depressing to talk about dates like this at our current age, but uh, it's just sort of something to look out for in the future. Maybe if I don't die. Yeah. Yeah. But also there's like, <clears throat> that's kind of interesting that they've kind of set it up this way where it's like, you know, a lot of times Disney has, you know, this at this park and then one at, you know, universal or uh, in Orlando at Disney world and then something similar in like their Paris or whatever in the Japan. But then like for Universal Studios, you know, with Luigi's Mansion, whatever, the one in Japan's getting the Donkey Kong, like full Donkey Kong experience. Yeah. So I, I'd, I it's think like you got to go to each Orlando's park to get a different experience. Well, I <laughs> Is think it? Orlando's getting Donkey Kong. I think I can Google it, but yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I heard that, but I can't remember if it was here or in Japan. I thought it was solely Japan. <laughs> Isn't uh, Super Nintendo um, World um, also in uh, Florida? It will be. It's not yet. Yeah. Or, yeah, I sorry. I think sorry, it's going to open next year. That, that's what I meant to say. Isn't the Destiny? There's not so, going to be one like, in California, all this, right? All this... There is one in California. Oh, there is one in California that exists. right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, all this stuff, if it gets built, it'd be extensions of Super Nintendo World. Gotcha. Um, no, yeah, it looks like they are doing Donkey Kong. It looks like they're currently building Donkey Kong at, uh, Epic Universe, which is part of Orlando. Oh. Yeah. Stand corrected. A Donkey Kong coaster is being built with a minecart track. Right. Hopefully they oh, shoot they... you out of a cannon like they do in. <laughs> Ideally, <laughs> when you do, a you sign roll. a waiver before you go on. And you, <laughs> yeah. you, you list your next of kin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's to hear about decapitations? Is this part of the ride? <laughs> no, no, you're very likely to be deceased long before that. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, wraps up news. Yeah, so now it's time for questions from Discord, which we have quite a few this week. Um, first one is from Brasop. I am very Maybe? sorry. Yeah, we're possibly like, are, like bra. I thought that was like bra. Like bra. Like, it's a bra. Yeah, Please it's open to interpretation, like a good painting. <laughs> and this is this is a, a really good question. I told yeah. him or her that when when they put it in the chat, I thought it yeah. or in the Discord. So, but their question is, have you ever fallen out of love of gaming or gone through a period of no gaming? And if so, what has brought you back? 
uh yeah i had a period because now that like i sat here and i thought about it about 2013 to 2016 i cannot remember oh, what i was playing during wow. those years it was my first full-time career out of college i was working at uh the NFL stadium in Houston at the time, but they also have a concert arena, a convention center. So basically my, my life was work because there's just mm. nonstop events when you work at a event property. <laughs> Hands out. Okay. Yeah. So, and then what kind of brought it all back was moving from <laughs> Texas to California and getting to basically like revamp restart. I was like redoing my resume, my portfolio, getting ready to like like basically hit the job market here, but I also got to reconnect with gaming then. And at the time, like I'd wait to get a switch until I moved here and like Breath of the Wild came out in uh, 2017. So awesome. Did you say your, your happiness level just absolutely tanked or do you feel like it was just a distraction (laughs) with work? Her life is much worse now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like my work, I don't know. Like back then, like it was just, I worked all the time and like looking back on it, like I have some extremely wonderful memories like from that job, but I had no work-life balance. (laughs) So, Mm. and like, as like, I started there, like when I was 21, you know, so I was very new to like that pacing, that full-time job. I had to teach myself what a work-life balance was (laughs) basically. Mm. Well, I guess I have an easy answer. It's just, no. <laughs> That's awesome. John's uh, a steel trap. <laughs> nothing can shake uh, him. Like, I, I don't know. Like for you get to reason, know nothing about my personal life. <laughs> no, it's just, no, it's just for whatever reason, yeah. video games have just always been such a fundamental hobby for me. It's like, yeah. it's just, I've always been completely tuned in. Like, I think I explained maybe last week how, like, I've always had, like, a bazillion consoles at my fingertips. Even as, like, a little kid, I just happen to have a lot of game consoles already, like, available to me. So it's just, nah. Like, my enthusiasm's still there. So, you know, cool. Awesome. <laughs> Greg? Yeah, I think I touched on this before, but it was actually about the same time frame that Mary was saying, about, like, 2013 to 2016, like I was, I thought I was done with gaming. I even, you know, got rid of all my old lanyards from E3s, tossed them all out. I was like, I got to start figuring out my life. You know, I was going, you know, through my divorce, whatever. And I was starting an, another career. And I just, I didn't think that I'd be able to ever find my place back to gaming. But lo and behold, of all games, Resident Evil 6 brought me back in, <laughs> sitting in a lonely apartment, one bedroom, no internet, PS3 in hand, and that's yeah. what managed to, yeah. you know, spark my interest back and and let me know that, it, you know, that's something that I absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, love involving in my life, and and there it so was. What Leon. I imagine is you played it and you're like, wow, this is so bad. Surely there are dozens of better games. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This game this sucks so worse than my life does. <laughs> this is so bad. I'm bound and determined to find something that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't actually played that game. I bought I it. Either. I gotta the play only, it. The only Resident Evil other than like Revelations. Like, that who I knows? Played. Maybe I'll like it. I don't know. Yeah. What's funny Brett, is like I my Brett says it's not bad. Like it my opinions like my opinions were like so dead at that point. I was just like a hollow shell of a human being and then I was like <laughs> this game I 
have opinions. <laughs> They're back. <laughs> They've returned. Do you want right. you want to restart one more and then I'll I'll do yeah. mine. Just yeah, I was I gonna say oh, plus okay. the next question. I feel like we're all gonna. It's have gonna some... go long anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's just restart it. Yep. BRB. Anyways, all right. You're so welcome. so uh, from my answer on that. I think I've kind of touched on this. Brett knows my my history pretty in depth, uh, and I've mentioned a little bit with you guys as well. But I um, had a long period of time where I've got into drugs really bad, and I got heavily addicted to a couple of specific drugs. I don't really need to name them. They were the bad ones. Um, and there was four or five years where even though I owned like a PS3 and a GameCube, like I was so lost, nothing mattered, but those drugs and partying and drinking and going to bars. And like, I was just, to, to be completely honest, I was a piece of shit. <laughs> like Lindsay, who's my wife now, she got pregnant. She left me. And basically it was like, I'm going back to Arizona and I'm going to have this baby and we're done. And like, I was just, uh, just a train wreck. I had got arrested after that and just was getting worse and worse and worse. And basically someone told me, you got to, you've, you've got to get your shit together or else I can't even be your friend anymore. And I ended up going to rehab, came home and got arrested again. And during that arrest, part of they they told me I would be facing up to two years in prison unless I did this program. And part of that program is you have a curfew and you have to do four or five urine analysis tests a week. So like, you don't have a choice. Like your, your shit is together. You get clean or you go to prison. And so I had sold all my consoles. I had nothing. Like I, I was restarting my life. Lindsay had just had our son and I was at home at my mom's house and we and my, like basically i was just like get finally getting clean but part of getting clean and having nothing to do drives you nuts because you're just thinking about doing that again right mm -hmm. so me and my sister went into a best buy and i walked past the electronics and i saw uncharted 2 demo playing and i was like what the fuck games <laughs> this is what games are look like this is actually a video game and it, you know how you used to be able to like demo and back then you'd like pick up the controller. You could probably still do that sometimes. I don't go into Best Buys anymore. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I tried it out and I was blown away. I was like, this is unreal. Like I know, I know like games have always been great and always been like such an important part of my life, but like, this is crazy. So I saved up the next like three paychecks, bought a PS3 and bought Uncharted 2 and like Uncharted 2, like, like this may sound like I'm being drat, like dramatic. Uncharted 2 saved my life. Like it really did. Because after that, I was 100% back in on games. Like that's, I, I dedicated to like making that my next passion instead of like making my whole life surrounded about like all those bad things. I, I got totally back into games and I had this curfew. And so I was always at home. So I started buying more and more games and I got, back into gaming like more than i ever been and i've never stopped and uh yeah gaming literally gaming saved my life so that's that's but, crazy but to, that's awesome man Thank i was gonna you. say that, that that's crazy to think about like what trajectory your life would have gone in if it went the other way and you would have gone down the path that you were versus like i look at you and see like everything you have now and your family a your bastion job, of games. stability 
yeah, <laughs> yeah. versus like what what drugs can bring to to that yeah. degree that's insane yeah. yeah no i was i was i was a piece of shit like i was you guys wouldn't even recognize me i was just not even the same person and so it's it is a pretty amazing story to get go from there to to where i'm at now so yeah. i am i'm proud of that yeah, that's awesome, man. And also, very rare win for the system actually working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. not, it doesn't happen too often. So. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> All right. Well, our next question is from Brydude. Uh, was Red Dead Redemption 2 robbed from Game of the Year 2018? And speaking <laughs> of like impactful games, uh, I do have the list pulled up to refresh y'all's memory in case you're like, man, you can't remember what was uh, nominated for of Game War. of the Year. <laughs> that way, yeah, God of War is what won. Um, but Assassin's Creed oh. Odyssey, Celeste Ooh, was Odyssey uh, was there. Marvel's Spider Man, Monster World Hunter. Man, that was or, a year. Or, or Monster Hunter World and then Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, it was a stacked hmm. year. Dang. Oh, that's a tough call, man. I, don't I know I've that played any of those things. So I'm just I'm out on this conversation. I, I know that <laughs> I know that Bright Dude has a little bit of recency bias because he was just talking about how he just played it. Yeah, he just I know, I know it's easy like when you just play something to be like, damn, how did this not win game of the year? But going back and like thinking about those games, like for me, it was God of God of War, but like it was so close between that and Red Dead 2. Like, I don't blame anyone if they said Red Dead 2 over God of War, even though I love God of War. Like, I don't, I wouldn't blame a single person. Yeah, it's one of those years that reminds me of like this past year we just had in 2023, where I'm just like, all of these games are so good in their own yeah. way and are so like they reviewed so well. They like they were received well from like all the fans that it's honestly like I probably would have been happy if any of them had won. <laughs> yeah, um, Assassin's Creed, uh, sorry, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It was actually my favorite Assassin's Creed ever. I didn't play it until the next year. So I didn't even know how good it was until a year after. And I don't, I don't know if, I don't think anyone else on this, on the show is really big Assassin's Creed fans like I am. Uh, I was. <laughs> Valhalla kind of was a big disappointment for me, but like, I loved Odyssey and I want to say like Odyssey Origins. was amazing. I think Origins is probably my favorite though. Okay. I loved that's Origins. Fair. Odyssey was awesome. I loved Odyssey. So yeah, that's some great games though. Wow. What do you guys think, Greg? I feel like that's... <clears throat> Like I look, I I hear those games, and like I think like even Odyssey, Spider Man, Red Dead, like they're they're quasi open world, if not open world, like sandbox style. But then you really look at all the different games that are stacked that year, and to me they're all different experiences in different genres, but great games. So it's like hard to say like was it robbed. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, you were get against the best of the best of like all these other different genres and all all these other different platforms. It's hard to to say like y yes or no. And you know, I I see videos all the time, and I know Brett uploads a lot for like uh, the Destructo channel and stuff. But like, like when I see those gameplay videos, I'm like, wow, this game is so dense. It's so elaborate. It's so you know the the system within it, just like you know GTA Five is is like still holds up to this day but in comparison to all the others and it's it's hard to really say was it robbed probably not was it close hell yeah 
Yeah. It was a it was a special game, man. It, it's one of those games that you look back on it and you're like, damn, that was not many games are that good. Like, yeah. there, there's a lot of very good games, but none of them are that level. Like that that was a truly special game. So, but yeah, what a year, 2018. Yeah. All right. Then our final question is from Joe. What's your favorite silly feature in a video game? For example, I love that in No More Heroes, you save by using the toilet. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's funny. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. um... The toilet paper goes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played one of those, though. Any of the No More oh, Heroes. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I should have thought about this. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. For some reason, I didn't see that. It is a good. It is a good question. I just forgot to think about it. Um, (laughs) I feel like I always encountered so many like silly little things, but there's just like a moment more. I I, I feel like the entire Yakuza, it's like franchise is full of silly things. That's true. There's so many weird. I should just pull something out of that bucket, shouldn't I? Like like, Um, like a dragon you fight a dude in a trash bag. (laughs) It's like a trash bag with arms and legs. And I'm like, first time I played that game, I'm like, what in the hell is this game? Yeah. Yeah, I I guess in in Yakuza, I like when there's some mini games where like you there's there's at least I think two separate times where you can just recruit an animal to work for you. Like oh, yeah, yeah. you can you can recruit a rooster to work for you in I think Yakuza <laughs> Zero and I think Yakuza I think like a dragon. Like a dragon, yeah. I remember the roosters in that. Yeah, like I like I think you can make it like a. Yes, manager. you can. It's when yeah. you do. It's when you're trying to build up your your empire. Yeah, or yeah, the, yeah. You can have you can have a fucking rooster. It'd be like a manager of like yeah. that that section of your business or whatever. Yeah, that that's gold. <laughs> that's, like that's absolute gold. That. So. Oh man, you're right. I, you're right. I I, I approve that. of putting animals in positions of authority. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> just 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 like with peanut butter, the gyromite speedrunner dog. Yeah. <laughs> like that sort of thing. Oh, that's great. Kind of thought um, of one. Sorry, yeah. you can go ahead first. Let's no, 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 you go no, ahead. Mine's okay, not I guess right. like I'm thinking about like Resident Evil games or like no, uh, don't pick it. Uh, <laughs> is, is it gonna be the same one or even like I'm playing Seven Days to Die you lately? But it's like one. you just wrap your hand in a bandage, oh, but suddenly yeah. all of you is healed. But all yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's just oh. I just gotta wrap my hand. That, that's bam, like the, uh, I'm fully healed. That's like, my- yeah, yeah. that's like the Far Cry too. You get shot in the chest with a shotgun, and he goes like this and wraps a bandage around his arm, and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like Far Cry one, there's like one where he like rebreaks his finger or something like. Oh that, yeah, he like, like pops his finger into place. You're like, I don't a, think that's uh, quite good. I'm fully healed. It, but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, yeah, what I was gonna good. say was, uh, like the Resident Evil games, how they they have like the smashable trinkets. Like the Mr. Raccoon one. It's oh, like yeah. you're in a, a survival horror game and you hear like this like yeah. <laughs> and there's like a little oh, yeah, raccoon yeah, yeah, statue yeah, yeah. bobbling. That's or like even eight, the fact right? that uh, it's it's all, like, a lot of them. There's little things like that. That's, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But I remember like even in two, you could go into the the comic shop and like you know, they're like hiding out in there and just like the different I, I think that's so funny that like a game that is so 
you know, serious. Yeah, it does have its like cheesy lines and stuff, but like you're running for your life and then you're like, oh, I need to break this. It's another collectible. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> go knife it. Or or staying with uh staying with Resident Evil, um, you're like in danger of you're getting swallowed by monsters at any given time, and then you find some random guy going. <laughs> that's that's selling items like you're just yeah. standing there ready to buying? sell people items. what are you looking for what are you buying <laughs> what are you buying <laughs> thank you i do appreciate that that though like in those cases where it's like yeah it's a serious game but that's like a little bit of the capcom flavor mm-hmm. or oh for sure the, yeah of the you know who who it's developed like the goofiness. this is Yakuza Sega developed or is it by somebody yeah, else? It's R- Sega, RGG yeah. studio, but it's a studio that specifically makes these games. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's like that yeah, gives it a little bit of style, a little bit of flavor of like the individual studios or or even like you associate it with Sega immediately. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. even like even like just safe rooms in games. Like the thought of like the, the thought of them is so stupid. Like you're getting chased by something trying to eat you and you open up a door to the safe room and suddenly they can't come yeah. in there with you. <laughs> yeah. You like stay the out there. <laughs> Get out of here. There's a so typewriter dumb, in here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, just, I thought of another one. Like uh like Skyrim Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. Pause mid battle. I'm just gonna shove fifty apples in my mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That yeah. takes care of everything. Yep. Just yeah. let me it's eat all eat- this real quick. The link eat- eating animation is still one of my favorite. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. The the cooking animation in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is good too. I I can still hear the song in my head that it plays when you put stuff in the bowl and then, and then you cook. Like ting 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 ting, you know what I was talking yeah. about. Mm. <laughs> like, I would usually skip it, but like I would listen sometimes just because it's a fun little tune. Well, and in Tears of the Kingdom, he hums like some of the old songs. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm. like I heard like uh, I think like the Sun Song and Song of Storms. I think. Oh, that's cool. There's like a couple. Mm. I'll have to look yeah. up the list. Yeah, every now and then. All right. Well, that rounds out the questions from Discord. If you want to ask us questions and hear them on the show, feel free to join our Discord link in the yeah. description. Uh, but we can go through what we are playing really quick. Uh, does anyone want to start? Kick it off, Mary. You. Me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I beat Devil May Cry 5. Whoa. Oh, yeah. It's so, it was so chaotic. It was so <laughs> funny, though. It was just really cool and really fun. Like, I'd never played a Devil May Cry game before. And, like, all those years of people saying, like, I think you should try it. You'll like it. They were right. I do really like it. Um, But, like, the final battle was just, it was, like, it, I don't, I don't know if I should spoil it. It's been out since 2019. Can I do spoilers for Devil May Cry 5? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you can. <laughs> okay. But, like, in, like, the final battle, he, like, what I'll say, I'll just keep it kind of it, but one of the characters just basically goes, F you, throws up a middle finger and does like this really <laughs> badass transformation. And he screams it every time you do the transformation. And I'm like, this oh, is awesome. such an intense moment. And I'm like, and it's, I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't but, he do double birds in it too? Doesn't he? I think so. Yeah. That's but. <laughs> And I think like that game, maybe the rest of the Devil May Cry games are like this too, but like I'll have to, I guess, play and find out. 
But I think they have the perfect, like, you know, we criticize other games for being too cheesy or like, oh, these corny jokes don't land. Like, this is so stupid. But Devil May Cry makes it work. Like, hmm. you're, they're saying the cheesiest stuff. And like, it's like Resident Evil 4 original Leon level of cheesy. Yeah, but super it corny works stuff, yeah. And you're laughing with it. You're like, this is so silly, but it yeah. works. It's funny. Yeah. So I think kudos to Capcom writers, basically, yeah. on like mastering <laughs> that level of comedy. Um, and then I have started Stray, finally. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Is that on your wheel? It was, yeah. But it was one of oh. the ones where like, I'm allowing people because I usually have like for a hundred thousand channel points on Twitch, like you, my viewers can pick any game within reason sometimes for me to play. But since I want to get through my backlog on stream, I was like, okay, limited time offer, fifty thousand, but you have to pick a game <laughs> off the list. And so oh. one of my viewers redeemed uh stray. So okay. I think cool. I heard that at yeah, the very end cool. of your stream because I was I was there for when you beat it, and I was yeah. just like, I forget what I was doing, but I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. Wait, so you just started it then? Yeah, I started it last week. Um, I'm probably going to stream it okay. some more this week, maybe later tonight. So It's good. I like, I like Stray. It's so I, good. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I'm not a cat person, but I like Stray a lot. But I, I'm in love with it. Yeah. I, I was pretty surprised he was up for Game of the Year at the Game Awards, but um, but I I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, I think so too. But but I liked it though. It was oh, good. So you, you hate animals, okay? Yeah, no, I love oh animals. God. Okay, it's <laughs> fine. And then Super Mario RPG is still somewhere being played, but I've been <laughs> I've been busy. I actually went outside this weekend. Wow. Twice. You touched grass wow. as the what, young kids. What was say. the grass like? Uh very green. I actually think my allergies were flaring up by the end of our <laughs> adventure on Sunday though. <laughs> we went to a botanical garden, so there was a lot of plants. Yo, but cool. that place looked wild though. Yeah, they had the giant the troll trolls? statues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. We don't get grass to touch here in Arizona. We have rocks in our yards. Because grass won't grow in the summer. No. We've got white grass <laughs> everywhere right now. Yeah, I believe it. Oh, right. I had to think about that. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> a rare breed of white oh, You're like, grass. there's white grass? What? Or maybe it's that's some been sort of drug awful. euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Guess I'll it take like the John here. Look, I feel like John wants to go last because I feel like he's got a lot to say. Oh, so actually, you... that's fine. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. All right. Well, Greg, you're next on the list then until he goes. Or until, yeah. Grab what I'm playing. Uh, yeah. Apex been... Legends. Say the line, Greg. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, been playing Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. and Nice. Man. I Great game. Yeah. The, the Just the mere fact that I can crank it up to max settings and still get, you know, the experience people had on PlayStation, but with better visuals has been so good. <laughs> <laughs> such a good feeling really gets cool. tickles my loins but uh especially after my my last gpu upgrade it it performs exceptionally I bet it looks yeah yeah it's I, just I wonder what horizon game. i wonder what horizon forbidden west looks like because horizon zero dawn was a gorgeous game in and of itself but but forbidden really west was, was like a next a next step up so I'm, I'm curious to see what that would look like on gorilla just is they're, they're doing something right with their like 
visuals because they just make just gorgeous games. Yeah, I just think I need to get into like a groove where I'm playing like games where I don't get tired of them. Like I just wrapped up GTA five again recently and I was <clears throat> kind of looking for something a little bit open world where I can go and explore and then like do the missions if I wanted to. And I put in like good over the last couple or the last week or so, probably about four or five hours outside of playing other games like Apex Legends. But I think I will eventually, uh, hopefully soon, uh, complete Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. I streamed it a little bit, but I definitely will end up putting some more hours into it just because, like, you know, there's so much to do. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, why did I never pay attention to the crafting system? Why didn't I open these boxes? I got all the weapons that I need now. And it's like I have those <laughs> things and able to craft and level up. And I'm like, okay, I'm making progress. Good. Uh, keep going. <laughs> Um, outside of that, my copy of Super Princess Peach finally arrived on the DS. It was delayed because of all the snow we got, but hmm. um, I I forgot how different that game is visually, mechanically. Um, you know, sh sh shares a lot of the similarities with you know Mario games, except in this one, Mario and Luigi get kidnapped. Um, but it's spoilers. not spoilers. Come on, man. I I'd say it's closer hmm. to like like. Yoshi's Island style of gameplay than it is like traditional Mario Brothers because you your umbrella that you get you treat it a lot like Yoshi like you're able to swallow any enemies mm. pick them up on the tip of your umbrella throw them and then you unlock like um <clears throat> different abilities through their umbre umbrella emotional powers yeah there's there's four <laughs> quadrants on the touchpad that you can enact different powers to unlock new sections or uh, get into certain areas that you couldn't before and you have to fill up your special bar by by eating enemies or getting coins and stuff like that so it's i like it it's different but it also just gets me i think like re-excited for showtime because showtime, i don't know yeah. why i'm like so pumped for that game it's like it's like you know a game that i wouldn't normally like but again yeah like all the stuff mario so it's the power of the mario brand yeah dude yeah. i i had I had zero interest in uh in Showtime until I played Wonder. Now I'm like all all ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And like I even in Wonder, I've been playing as Daisy. And so like just getting like a different perspective outside of Mario Luigi or Mario Luigi and Toad has been a little refreshing for the not only as a, a gamer that's played, you know, many of these games, but I think just for the franchise to be able to go in different directions other than you're one of these two plumber guys and that's it. So uh, I'm really enjoying it. look forward to completing it, uh, especially because when I first owned it, I probably only got maybe halfway and then I lost the game somewhere, somewhere along my many moves. But um, yeah, I'm going to look forward to that. Played a little bit of seven days to die. And of course, the GOAT Apex Legends with the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII event. Everybody running around with the GD Buster Sword is very overpowered in the game, but it's also like pretty, pretty cool to see. And like one of so you you pick up uh what is it, Materia? Uh -huh. And it it like for different weapons, it does different things. And so one of the the creatures in in Apex Legends around the map is this Nessie, and the Nessie's like a little plush, but once you get the Nessie materia that materializes a Nessie next to you, and this is in like public lobbies. So it, it, for the event, 
And so when you go attack somebody, then the Nessie has a sword on its back and goes attacks the enemies for you and makes like squeak sounds. And it's like the funniest thing to like, you're blasting somebody with a shotgun and your Nessie's like, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's just, I was surprised that I didn't think it would be as uh, strong of an event as it is, but there's so many unlockables and stuff with it. So hell yeah. Such a weird crossover. (laughs) Totally. I, I still weird. I still remember John walked away and went to the bathroom when we were doing uh the game awards and he came back and like, what did, he's like, What did I miss? And I was like, and someone said uh Apex Legends Final Fantasy. He's like, No, really, what did I miss? Really? Yeah, I was like, really? Like surprisingly <laughs> fitting. Like it it fits. That's cool. That's cool. cool. Okay. I guess I am next on the list before John. I've pretty much already talked about Wonder. Um, so I don't really go. I don't have a lot to say about either game. Well, because I already talked about Wonder. But man, such a good game. I Mary, I know I'm I've never been like since like the older 2D Mario games. I'm the same. Like I'm not huge okay. on 2D Mario games. This it feels like a, a like truly like this this is gonna sound corny but it feels like a fresh a breath of fresh air like it's it is man it's so damn good it's so like there was there was no moment where when i was playing wonder when i was like oh god can i just get through this section like i'm so tired of like this type of level or like getting irritated by something like i just genuinely had fun the entire time it kind of felt like a like Kirby in the Forgotten Land, in the in the sense that like you just had genuine fun the whole time you're playing that. It that that's a that's what Wonder was for me as well. And once I was done with that, I was like totally in the mood. Like Greg, once you beat GTA, you were in the mood to stick with like the open world games. I was in the mood to stick with like 2D games. So I was like, I don't know what to play though. Like I was going back and forth to I download like something off NSO. And then Brett's like, play the Ori games. But the problem is. I've tried playing Ori. Uh, what's the first one called? Um, Blind fr- Forest. Blind, Blind Forest. Forest. Yeah. I've I've started that game twice, gotten an hour in, and get irritated at the Metroidvania aspect of it, and just stop. And I started again. Then I got about an hour and a half in, and I wrote Brett, and I was like, "Dude, I'm just Metroidvania is just art for me, man." And he's like, "No." He's like, "Well, do this." He's like, "I hate." telling you to do this because he's totally against people like playing a, a, a second game and like a sequel to something first because you're going to miss out on like story stuff even though they don't like it's not like there's like too, anything too deep that crosses over from Ori 1 to Ori 2 but he's like Will of the Wisps is a lot better like the save system's better and it's it's a, it's a bit more linear so it doesn't feel as Metroidvania e. he's like so before you totally give up on it, just try that. And I tried that and I'm actually into it. Like at first I was like, okay, it's the same shit like Metroidvania. I just can't, it's just not for me. I'm I'm not made for Metroidvanias. But I finally, the other night, I, I put like three sessions into it. And the, the third session I put into it, I was like, okay, I'm finally getting it. Like you're just opening up sections of the map at a time. I was trying to like overthink it, I think. And then once I finally like, I've started realizing it's a little bit more basic than I was thinking it was. And now I'm kind of like understanding like how I'm supposed to be progressing and it's starting to click and now I'm starting to enjoy it. So, um, so I will, I'm going to, I'm going to finish this. I'm, uh, I'm actually looking for, I have Thursday and Friday off of work. So I'm going to spend some time. I probably knock it out those two days and 
then I may go back and play Ori 1 because I'm actually starting to finally get into it. That being said, I still don't like Metroidvanias, but 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 I am enjoying it. <laughs> but this one is so good. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very good. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on like the story and all that. Awesome. <sighs> cool. So me, I I finished Marvel's Midnight Suns. Oh. It was uh I like I basically loved playing it the whole time and it was also janky from start to finish and <laughs> I, like I I say this every week now but like I I I don't know if I'll ever be as fascinated with a game's development ever as much as I'm fascinated by how this game was made and how it does so <laughs> many things really well and then there's just this huge list of bizarre things that should not be there like uh, I'm trying to think. Like, there's so many good examples, and I try to come up with a different one to describe each week. Um, so, okay, so for instance, um, every now and then during cinematics, there'd be like a circle or maybe two circles on screen, and it's marking something in the distance, but I don't know what, and it's not supposed to be there, but they'll just be mm -hmm. there if the camera angle happens to be at an angle where it should be catching circles. Mm -hmm. So there'll be these really important cinematics playing and there's a circle in the corner oh, of the screen for no yeah, particular reason yeah. and it's just like can we make that circle go away because it's all <laughs> i'm gonna stare at oh yeah <laughs> and it was the very end of the game the action's Ooh. over uh, and there's a circle over there uh. <laughs> and i'm just watching the circle and the the they were probably saying something but i was watching the circle <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, like I, I don't know um but like the the final battle was it was really fun and like as i mentioned there's a lot of different difficulties and i mostly just stuck to normal and uh like there was some close calls in the final battle like in a good way uh it's the final battle is kind of split into like five segments so like it's not something you're going to just finish it in like 20 minutes like it's like it huh. goes on and on like it just keeps it keeps literally resetting the board is of, it like it... now you got to fight these guys yeah. Is it fair about like checkpoints though in that final battle? Like, or do you have to do actually, the whole thing all at once? I don't so I know the game auto saves a lot. So like I, I'm not sure to what extent it does that. Like it's possible it would auto save as you get to new each new segment, but I don't know. Like I didn't die to find out, which I'm happy about because I would have been really pissed off to die there. It's a really yeah. long fight, but I pulled it out. I don't want to spoil what it's actually like because it does some neat things with the mechanics in the final battle. So I I, I cool. thought that was handled well. Like like foundationally, I think the whole game's really good. I would give it an eight point five, and it would be an easy nine for me if it wasn't such a jank fest in the weirdest possible ways. <laughs> like just it's just like a constant like roller coaster of discovery of like what weird thing will happen next that you just should never see happen in a game. And it's almost never stuff that actually impacts the gameplay. It's always just like weird extra stuff. Like <laughs> if if you uh, if you change the look of your character, which you can you can customize the character almost at any time. When you do that, sometimes it'll just stop showing your avatar's face in the menu. Like it's just it's just gone and like i got so used to that that when the face came back i was like whoa it does show my face <laughs> like, like, like it, it, was, it happened for so long that i forgot it was a bug like i just yeah. i just thought that's what it was supposed to be and when the face came back i was like wow 
So, you know, the, I don't know. And, but the, the one frustration is that it's another one of those games where it ends up having a cliffhanger ending that's never going to get resolved because nobody bought it. Uh, (laughs) Like, come on. Netflix Uh, movie. Yeah. So I, I think the game just hit either, either game pass or like PlayStation plus one or the other or both or whatever. Cause I think all of a sudden there's a new, Oh it, no, no, it, it's a, uh, I think it's a humble bundle game. So people are suddenly playing it because it's on humble bundle. Like, cool. Good. Uh, let these people get some money off of the thing. Mm. Uh, like it's really good. So if they could somehow backdoor green light a sequel, that'd be awesome. Cause it totally deserves it. Like I hear, I hear this. The story is like better than it has any right to be. Yeah, yeah. The, the writing is really good, and I I hate the writing in every game I play anymore. The writing's <laughs> really good in this game, and the only the only source of frustration is that cliffhanger ending. Where like it's so obvious they were gonna go someplace else <clears throat> with it, and like they're probably not Dang. going anywhere with it now. But you know who knows? But like so that, that's a little bit of a bummer, but. The rest is handled really well. Like, there's a lot of character development. There's a lot of like the the team conflict that you want and expect in these sorts of stories. Because there's the Midnight Suns, but then there's also the Avengers, and they act as basically like two separate cliques in kind of a high schoolish sort of way. And it's like it could get cheesy really fast, but like the writing's strong enough to support all of it. And most of the time, the writing isn't strong enough to support anything in these games. Yeah. So, you know, I. It was a really fun experience, and yesterday, when I didn't have more Midnight Suns to play, it was like kind of like, oh, that's too bad. But <laughs> I could, I actually could replay it because you can just up the difficulty and like it becomes like a whole new thing more or less. But nah, I'm done now. I'm gonna focus on things that are important in life until next Friday, and then everything's over because of infinite wealth. Man, it's that close. <laughs> Yep. I forgot it was that close. Dang. Next Friday. Things are about to get oh real. Yep. The beginning of the end. It's <laughs> the last time we'll ever hear from John. Yeah. <laughs> Except on the show. And then like, we just nice knowing you, John. For yeah. six days. Uh, I'm, I'm not looking forward to this because it's just it's just gonna ruin me. <laughs> like, you're the you're the new Apex right. Legends simp. Oh, <laughs> this is just insert game here. <laughs> yeah. Uh we'll see. That's awesome. Well, cool. All right. Well, if you have made it this far, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen to us on just about every podcasting service. Give us a five star thumbs up, all the wonderful, kind words. Don't forget to join our Discord. The link is in the description um, where we will be talking about the Xbox Developer Direct, which is happening two days in two days. Um, <laughs> it'll be on Thursday. I'm sure we will have many thoughts to talk about in Discord and then probably next week there will be some words <laughs> yeah i wonder if there will be any anything mentioned about hellblade 2 probably not at a, at a developer direct actually <laughs> i think it's well, supposed to be i mean is it? one of the one i think the release, i mean there was a website claiming to have the exclusive on the release date so it's right. likely that, there <laughs> yeah that, that that's kind of what i mean like there's a rumor of the release date so i wonder if they're actually going to confirm that at the, at that direct. that would be my presumption yeah <laughs> still will... well, Still the thunder from foam stars. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, until then, good night, sleep tight, possibly good morning, and press X.